There are several definitions of a den. A wild animal's hidden home, a lair, a room or hideout where a person can go to relax or be private, a place where people meet in secret, typically to engage in an illicit activity. Now there's a new definition, a place where DIB members, entrepreneurs and decision makers unite during the coronavirus challenge. To help our business community through this challenge, DIB is creating the Downtown Den, where our business heroes, those who run and influence our cities and some of our fantastic members will be visiting to share their thoughts and opinions with us through webinars, podcasts and blogs. Visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtownandbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Downtown in Business, the, the Brummy Den. Uh, you don't have to be a Downtown in Business member. We're just doing it for the good and the great of everybody. But this is driven from a Brummy angle, although we've got a special guest all the way from France who's actually living in Birmingham now. So the way that I want to run this is I'm going to get everybody to introduce themselves. So if I just run by the screen that I'm looking at, so if I ask Sarah to do name, job title, talk about the industry that you're in, and then if you can have a few seconds just about your company and things like that, that would be good. Nazim, if you can just give us a bit of an, up, uh, an upside to who you are, your responsibilities, the university, and just for the sake of people who don't understand uh, BCU, just tell us a, you know, a few minutes about that. Jimmy, I've got to be honest, I think everybody in the world knows you, but we'll just run through the same practice, we'll do that. Chrissy, if you can do the same as well. So who you are, how long you've known me, keep the secrets to ourselves because everybody else doesn't want to hear that. But you are an alumni of BCU or UCE as it was, which has got that ties you two together. And if you can just talk about Western Union, then we'll come back and I've got a few general questions for everybody. So if we're all happy with that, Sarah, yep. over to you. Um, hi, so my name is Sarah Grace. I'm managing director of a company called Kate & Co, um, Kate & Co Recruitment. Um, we've um, been up and running now for 23 years. We're based in Solihull. We recruit nationally um, for a variety. So we're all, all, all blue chip, um, blue chip sector recruitment. So finance, HR, sales and marketing, business support. Um, yeah, and it's been, in my 23 years of business, I've never had a week like this. So it's unprecedented times and it's really good to be on a forum where we can still connect and still talk because I'm going stir crazy sitting in my office <laughs> at home. Uh, so that's me. Thanks, Sarah. Hi, I am Nassim Belbali. I'm the director of Birmingham City Business School at BCU. A uh, little bit about the university. I think that everybody knows where BCU is. At, so, so sorry. I think the main purpose of the BCU at the University for Birmingham, we have the majority, for example, for my business school, we are recruiting 60% around Birmingham, 20% in West Midland, and everything else is about international and outside of, of, of the West Midland. So we're very in Birmingham and you're working for, uh, for Birmingham. So this is the, the first thing. The second thing, the business school, we have 4,000. In fact, say we have changed, we are now 5,000. <laughs> in January, we've been hitting the 5,000 students. 
and we are uh, talking about a budget of 46 million. So this is a little bit who we are. We, and we're trying to work with Paul and all the, the, the others in order to really um, be more related and more uh, uh, linked with the businesses around Birmingham and West Midlands. This is really the, the, the objective so we can train people that will be working within the, the, the region and create value within the region and inspire others in order to develop uh, this is i'll try to make it very quick and that's definitely not a brummy accent so where no, are you no. from <laughs> what's your history okay i'm from okay i'm from montpellier so uh i'm south of france montpellier in fact i should have uh, decided to get the confinement and etc in france the big house and this 20 25 degrees there i have a swimming pool so i could be way better but still <laughs> To, 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 to stay here even today I'm, I'm not going to complain about the weather so it's very great weather so I'm going to, to complain about and then here the objective is really put the business school to uh, to, to really get at the level where, where it should be in terms of impact of research in terms of recruitment in terms of positioning in terms of ranking and etc so we are uh, this is why I joined here at this brilliant thank you Nazim Jimmy good morning do you want to yeah Let's go through that. Everybody knows you, but you know, introduce yourself. Tell us all about what you're about, your business. Yeah. Um, so Nate and the I know I'd rather be in Montpellier with a swimming pool, isolated yeah. there. That'd be a great place to be. To be fair, but uh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Jimmy Shabir or Jamil Shabir, as some people know me. Uh, I am the CEO and founder of uh, Bootcamp Media. Uh, we're a digital marketing agency specializing in search engine optimization, social media marketing, pay-per-click, web design, um, software. We also do telecoms as well. Um, yeah, we really are in unprecedented times. Uh, of, like Sarah, never, <laughs> never been through anything like this before. Uh, but it's, it's an interesting challenge because some of my team, 30% uh, of my team is already remote anyway. So uh, our team now going 100% remote uh, has been uh, an eye-opener. In fact, in a, in a good way, I would say as well. So yeah, we live in interesting times. And it's fair to say your trophy cabin is completely full of awards as well, Jimmy. Well, that's back in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a few awards, thank you. One or two, notable. Chrissy, welcome to the group. Hello. Hello. Hiya. Thanks very much for having me. Um, it's Christina Wadlow from Western Union. I head up partnerships, so we work with organisations who are trading with or, or are helping customers who are trading internationally. So Western Union has been around for a really long time. We started off as a telephone communications company and now we're uh, about sending and receiving payments. So as you can imagine with what's been happening over the last, well, few few months, but specifically particularly in the last few weeks, we've been incredibly busy. Um, and like Jimmy was saying, you know, we're, we're fortunate that 30% of our workforce have been working or have always been working flexibly from home or, or, or elsewhere anyway. So the transition for us has not been as difficult as it has for some. Um, but out of this, it's been really positive. So we've seen some really positive um, opportunities of how we can help continuing to support businesses. So yes, we're in a tough time at the moment, but I think when we come out the other side of it, it's going to be, uh, it's not all doom and gloom. I think for me, Chrissy, when we start talking about the, the situation that we're in, and we're not going to harp on about that, but I think it's all about the positivity of spending a bit of time at home, getting to know your family again, 
get him yeah. to wander around, notice all of these cobwebs and these cracks and whatever else and things like that. And I think somebody said that I was sitting in the downstairs toilet. It's not actually like that. I'm <laughs> sitting in the kitchen and stuff like that. But I think it's about what's the exit strategy? How are we going to, you know, pick up? Because the markets, now I'm no expert, Chrissy, but you definitely are, are going to boom fairly quickly, aren't they? I'm not going to put you on the spot and say how quick and what's it going to well, look like. I mean, I can, I can talk to you about that if you want. So, you know, I, I come from a, a foreign exchange angle. So, you know, I can yeah. talk I'm not an economist by trade, but um, obviously I'm having those conversations with people who are much smarter than me and much keeping a much closer eye to the markets. You know, sterling against a basket of currencies has had a really tough time this year. It's, 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 it's fallen um, quite dramatically. It fell to 14% against the US dollar in one week. Um, but it's not all doom and gloom. And for, you know, a lot of people who are buying US so it's a, it's a good time right now and when we look at from an economic point of view um weirdly we want we want the economy to go into recession right now and the reason we want it to go into recession right now is because we don't want people going out shopping and spending loads of money and i know that that's not what anyone wants to hear but the quicker that we can retract the quicker we're going to bounce back and when we look at something like a recession we look at this um carved into two different ways so but it, it, I mean, look, we're in very strange circumstance, but if you think about it, about it like this, if you were last month or, you know, at the beginning of the year, you were going to go out and buy yourself a new sofa, you're probably still going to go and buy yourself a new sofa. So you just put it off. Um, so, you know, anyone that's buying a purchase like that, you'll see a, a boom from that. If you were going to go out for dinner this weekend, you're not going to go out and have two dinners in a couple of months time. So those kind of trades are going to struggle a little bit. But I think the overall anticipation, although it's very early, yes, we're going to see a drop in the GDP short term. Actually, as we go into next year, we're expecting GDP to rise by 4%. So we're going to get back from this quickly. It's not all doom and gloom. It's going to be all right. What do you think? I can concur with that, by the way. Um, I've noticed a lot of e-commerce clients of ours are actually selling lots more and they're getting a lot more interest in their products, especially when it comes to bedrooms, bathrooms, kitchens, God knows what else as well. So it's interesting that you said that, um, Chrissy, as well. Yeah. yeah. So the DIY I mean, I mean, industry is booming. I mean, from my point of view, Paul, I mean, you know, I, I own a recruitment company and it's, it's, I feel really, really sorry for its people. I mean, my business is people. It's always been people. But I've seen a lot of knee-jerk reactions with people being made redundant and people being laid off. And this furlough scheme that the government have announced is absolutely brilliant. Um, but prior to that, there was a lot of people... Um, that you know that had their employment terminated um, because they, their employers didn't hold on for for long enough. So what the situ the situation that I'm finding myself in now is our you know I mean our business it's not business as usual because it's unusual times, but we've had to change our business model um, to keep the influx of candidates that we that we have right now because clients have pressed pause on on recruitment as you can well imagine because they've had the challenge of getting people working remotely and you know, maybe their supply chain is, is drying up. What is going to happen, which we are absolutely amazingly placed for, is that when but there was a skill shortage before all of this, yeah. you know, from a candidate point of view. Now, all of these clients are going to want to recruit all at the same time. 
So, you know, from, from, I know it's really, really tough out there for candidates, but I'm literally saying to them, just sit tight, just hold your nerve because things will change and it will change really, really quickly. Um, you know, there's some really, really skilled people out there um, and, and, and clients will have the pick of the best. And it's just, we've just got to get through these unprecedented times. But again, this, we, we will bounce back really, really quickly. And I, I totally agree with what the two guys have just said there. So you're suggesting that it's going to be a candidate's market and it's going to happen very quickly? Um, I think, yeah, I, I think it is going to be. I mean, it doesn't yeah. feel like that at the moment. Um, but what you've got to understand is where where clients were phased, they, they would phase their recruitment. So it was almost like a constant wave of, of supply and demand. At the moment, there is no demand. So all of that demand is going to come like a tsunami. Um, yeah. So there is, there is going to be a massive, massive change. There is going to be a change in the market. And, you know, candidates will be able to pick and choose between the vacancies, which, you know, what, what a great place to be in after all of this uncertainty. Definitely. Nazim? So yeah. education is going to become difficult, isn't it? So we're yeah, looking at it's... some of the qualifications yeah, and we... things like that in the secondary school to go to university. So the grades are going to be measured on coursework and on uh, mock exams and things like that. Is that going to happen at the university with degrees or not? Or how is that okay, going to so, unfold? So, 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 sorry, because there's somebody in front of me that is disturbing me, but it's okay. <laughs> Get him on as well. Is this is... Yeah, yeah, because we are stuck in the same place. So I just, uh, I'm not going to get into comment. One day I will tell you privately. Okay, so <laughs> we have, uh, in, in, in fact, okay, we, the, the, the way that you are dealing with, the, the biggest problem that, that you are having is that 95% uh, uh, of our program uh, are, uh, give, are um, delivered face-to-face, -face, okay? So people have paid and are paying to be delivered face-to-face. -face. So if, uh, the, and the other problem for social distancing, for us, we think that uh, in September we can start. We hope that we can start again with face-to-face. -face. But perhaps for me, I think mainly it will be mainly January. Yeah? Because even if we or, or we get a vaccine or something like that, we can move on. Otherwise, we, we're going to be still be obliged to keep the social distances. So for us, it's a big problem. For the ones that are already here in, in two years program and etc. have been here for six, nine months, it's not a problem. The other yeah. that just uh, get internationally and they just uh, uh, been recruited like last month and they were here for three weeks and then they come back home, it's a big problem because they say why we're we going to online where we have for face to face to be in UK and etc. And then there is the KVA visa so they can work for two years after the. So there is a lot of things that we are doing. So now to go online, we already go online, all the courses as online, all the supports, exam, we are, uh, because we follow academic, academic regs, so we can just change the exam. So we, we have to go through a process, uh, but everything will be done online, okay? So there will be no sitting, no nothing, no, everything can be done online and we are working on that. And I think in next two, three weeks, the whole semester will, will be okay. And we're talking about semester three when it will be totally online. So this is something that, that we're developing. The only thing perhaps that's going to change is that on the business model that we have, on the revenue model, we're going to shift toward online courses. That means for next month, I'm going to launch a new online MBAs and I have two, three masters that I'm going to, 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 to launch because we're going to be hit. The, the problem is, is exactly what Sarah has said, exactly what Christina has said and et cetera. Uh, it's exact. The only thing for us, it will take more time. That means we are going to bounce back 
that we need to talk about the, the budget and the, the money that we need, for example, between, for me, the big problem would be between September and next January, because we have two intakes in September and January. So January, uh, September intakes is still between big interaction points, but uh, for the, the January one, normally we should be able to bounce back. But so we are more working on developing other kind of revenue for, for the moment, so we can uh, leave this for be between September to January, because today, because we're working, you need to understand for us in terms of budget, all the budget that we are seeing now till the 31 of July is already in. So we are not touched because it's based on the revenue that we have made last year. So for us, there is nothing. So everything that will happen will be between August and, and December, where really yeah. we find to be creative in order to find new solution to sustain the business, even if we are in deficit and then bounce back in January. So for the whole uh, financial year, we can find solution for it. Okay. Understand that. Thanks for that. Is a is a general question to everybody, and I'll ask Jimmy to lead on this one. Jimmy, do you think that the way we work is going to change? You know, we've all gone off. We we're, we're taking time out. We're all working from home. I think that when I work from home, I'm a lot more productive. I get up in the morning. I walk across the landing. I'm in my study. I'm productive. I'm not disturbed, and I get that out. And I think that majority of people in the UK workforce or sorry, where they can, might benefit from that. You said that you'd already got a third of your staff working from home? Yeah, so if somebody said to me three months ago, <laughs> I'd have laughed at them that you'd be working from home, Jimmy, because I, I it's possible to work from home, but it is about changing one's attitude towards working at home and having a discipline as well. So it's not, it's not just the mechanics of working from home, it's mm. a mindset to work from home as well. Yeah. 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 But the funny thing is, um, as Chrissy has said as well, is when you've got a workforce that works from home already, um, mm. not, you can learn a lot from them yourselves. And mm -hmm. we're very blessed that we work in a digital space where a lot of what we do can be done remotely anyway. Mm. Um, and having great communication tools uh, um, and having great um, team sort of as well with a good mindset actually is really, really, really helpful. You can see why I put my uh, background on. <laughs> I've got running around. <laughs> but I think you're right. Um, there will be a change, uh, a shift now towards, and the people realize now that actually your business is more productive when you allow your staff to work remotely and more flexibly. Now, for the last two years, by the way, uh, what we've been doing in our business is saying to our team is, if you want to work from home one day, you can. If you want to work late, you can. If you want to work late, you can. If you want to take time off um, whenever you want to, you can. Um, it's all about giving the ownership of time back to your team and to your employees as well, so that they have that life balance. And I've started understanding what it means because my kids are in the other room right now doing their homework. But I can jump in there, have a bit of a giggle with them, have my cup of coffee, and then come back into work, and then jump back if I want to. Yeah. And they have all, I mean, we, we're going out for walks now uh, for about 20, 30 minutes today, um, together as a family, which we only ever did on a weekend. And if, if, if the weather was good, now we're going for walks every day. And that's been a massive change to my life. And I'm thinking, I'm going to continue this, in fact. I think... Yeah. What we'll do, we'll have an office presence, of course, for clients can see us. But we don't need a big office. I, I'm, I mean, I've just signed up for a 10-man office right now. And I think that's going to change in six months to maybe four-man office, and that's it. And so the rest of the team Jim, will be virtually. 
Jimmy, can I, can I just interrupt there? Sorry. Everything that you're saying is really resonating with me because my, my guys have always had agile working. You have to do it. You know, ideally you want them to work when they want, how they want, where they want. So, you know, when, where and how. And that's great. But my life is such a social bunch that they choose not to. So this week, I've met, I mean, we're, we're you know, we're a 22-man team. All of them are working from home. And they it's driving them crazy. So what I've had to do and what I've done with my team, it's all about this mental well, well-being. So I've got an external company um, that's doing it for us free of charge, believe it or not, because all of his seminars have been cancelled. And I wanted to talk about collaboration. So we've, we've offered a load of our, our services out to the general public, to clients that we don't work with, to charities, you know, to try and get, keep making sure that business is moving. On the back of that, we've had some real goodwill gestures back our way. And, and one of those is, is, this, is this well-being um, these wellbeing seminars that this guy's doing with all of my lot and it's worked so so well because when you are used to working with so many people that have quite big personalities um, you know that they're feeling quite isolated and quite alone and I worry about the long-term implication of that and I think mm -hmm. it is great to be more connected with your family and going for the walks and I'm feeling that as well but I think I think when it's almost like you know being thrown into that shock tactic of, of working so isolated. I agree with you. And, you know what I mean? And, and so, one of the things I would say to you is that when I'm speaking to my team now, is saying, look, would you prefer to work from home knowing what you've known now for the past two weeks? Yeah. And they've all overwhelmingly said yes, but we still want to get together as well. Yeah. So I've always said, look, you know, um, work from home, uh, mm -hmm. We're going to have an office base anyway. We'll all get together once a week at least. Mm -hmm. So we've got that social banter going on as well. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't, look, you know, the funny thing is about networking as well, I'll explain mm -hmm. to you. I'm now working from home. I'm isolated. I'm not going to be going out networking at all. But mm -hmm. I tell you what, now I'm thinking to myself, I will value that relationship a lot yeah. more because it's been taken away from me. And yeah. I think the same will go for employees as well. They'll value their time with their colleagues a lot more. Mm -hmm because it was taken away from them and that's so quite an in, it's an interesting challenge isn't it so it's, it feels like all of us for quite a large part of business life and i'm not talking about working from home i'm moving that step forward as to how we do business mm. how are we going to engage new customers engage you know how, how does business new forward move forward from a new business perspective because it's hopefully we're all connected and you know i know we've got people like downtown and business that us all in and, and I appreciate it's quite a sensitive time at the moment so the things that I admire about my company and I'm not tooting the corporate flag too much but they've been very sensitive around you know there's a person at the end of every customer mm. so you know, yes. let's recognize that they've got stuff going on new businesses off you know if people come to you that's great but 100%. be support right so but when we fast forward three months and hopefully we're we're back to a level of normality but it's definitely going to change the marketplace and how we reach out and how we what are your thoughts on you know fast forward a couple of months and you know i'm not neglecting the fact that there's a lot of human emotion around here and i don't want to be disrespectful to that but ultimately we've all got to put food on the table right so what are you going to do to help the business grow for me i mean I, we've already started doing this a few weeks back when we've come across we've got a lot of very supportive clients by the way i must just say <laughs> And a lot of them have uh, stuck with us, uh, especially for marketing, because marketing is looked upon as a bit of a luxury, if I'm honest. But a lot of our clients have stuck with us. The smaller clients who are struggling, uh, what we've done is we've helped them with freezing their um, packages. 
But what we've done is we've said we're going to freeze the, the, uh, the invoicing and, and billing to you guys, but we're not going to freeze the service. We're going to continue offering the service as we would have done otherwise. Uh, we will then revisit in June and, then, and take it forward from there. Mm. We, we are at the moment are looking at supporting our clients. Mm. Money will be made later on. I don't care about making the money part. I want to support, be very supportive of our clients and help them as much mm. as we can because this is now about us together collectively rather than me as a business and that's it now. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I second that, you know. I, I've said to my guys, I'm not bothered about making a penny in money. I mean, we're quite lucky. We've, we've protected our finances and, we've, you know, we've, we've got a, a quite a stable business. I'm not bothered about making money out of my clients now over the next two, three months. It's all about supporting them. It's about helping them get through what is undoubtedly one of the toughest times that businesses will go through. I mean, I went through a recession, you know, with Kate and co, and we didn't make a redundancy, we didn't lose any staff. But through a recession, it was, it was a very, very gradual um, process that, we, that, the, that the economy went through. This is like being thrown into a boiling pot of water, but what we've got to understand, everybody's in the same situation. There is not one person that is not affected by this, whether it be at home, whether it's their families that, that are going into isolation, whether they've got elderly parents or grandparents, or whether they've lost their job, or whether they're, they're looking for a new job and all of the recruitment's been put on hold. There's nobody out there that this hasn't affected. You know, and it's almost like we've just got to put our arms around each other. We've got to look out after each other and we'll make it through. We'll so, make it through. Interestingly enough, um, Sarah, you know, we, uh, we've done the same. Luckily, we didn't go through recession previously. I was with another company at the time like yourself. Yeah. Uh, I remember how tough it was and I know what it means for an employer to stick by their employees as well. I mean, I'll tell you some two, two interesting stories. So I've got a, a, an apprentice at the moment and she rang me up the other day and she said, look, Jimmy, thank you. And I said, what are you thanking me for? She goes, a lot of the apprentices that I'm, I'm in class with have been made redundant, as in they've been uh, laid off, mm. which I thought was awful. And I said, look, you know, I've got your back. Please don't worry. You are here. You've got nothing to worry about. I had to write then a massive email to all my team to say, listen, guys, we are okay. Don't worry about it. We will ride this through. And then funnily enough, uh, before all this kicked off, uh, I'd actually offered a job to somebody to start with mm -hmm. us in April. And they rang up and I said, listen, your job's there. What, what are you worried mm -hmm. about? I go, don't worry about the furloughed because she doesn't qualify. I said, yeah. you are here to do a job. The job's here. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. And it's hard to do. I can understand there's a lot of businesses who can't do that. Yeah. But the ones who can, this is our time to step up now and make sure that uh, we stick by our guys, basically. Absolutely. There's an opportunity of us all looking after our employees, working with people and things like that. But I think what is certain, and I think you're right, Sarah, about us all coming together, understanding the situation that we're in. We're all in the, the same boat, literally paddling like hell, trying to get up, yeah. the, uh, up the canal. The, uh, the thing that we've got to consider is that look at people who are trading with integrity, looking after the staff, doing the right thing and things like that. And if we throw it back to retail, you look at some of the shops that are hiking all the prices and, yeah. and you know, making benefits out of this situation and things like that. It won't be forgotten. You know, yeah, definitely. Really. What you're doing with your staff, looking after your staff, you know, uh, Jimmy, the Zim, you're doing exactly the same with BCU. No redundancies. Everybody's got a job. Not even been discussed. Everybody's being protected and things like that. Sarah, the point that you've been around you know, trading, you've seen this before, you're not panicking, you're pulling it all together. Chrissy, you've made, you know, exceptions, you've got people working from home, business as usual. You're extremely positive, you're looking at what's going to happen, 
going forward and things like that. That kind of attitude, you know, and I'm going to say that Britishness with an inclusion of a Frenchman on that occasion, <laughs> I think is reminiscing with, with the workforce, you know, with the, with the workforce, we're in it together, we're pulling it together and we're working hard. I think that's good. Now, yeah. we're coming to half an hour into this conversation. Okay. We're probably going to end it at this point, but you've got two or three minutes on your last point. Yeah. So if we go through the it's line, if anybody wants to say their last yeah. few words, that would be good. Nazim, do you want to go first? Yeah, if, if I can just say something based uh, on... Uh, do, do you hear me or not? Yeah, yes. yeah, clear. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, so if uh, on, on what Christina said, because there is the part of taking care of our employees and, 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 and etc. and we are doing that, all of us, I'm sure. But the thing is that Christina already initiated is the fact that we need to, uh, and, and, and also Jamil and etc. is that we need to review the way that we're doing business and how we're yeah. going to get new clients, how we're going to adapt now, because this thing is going to follow, I, I'm not sure it's not going to finish in June. I, I'm seeing what's happening in France, what's happening elsewhere, etc. There's no way we're going to, 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 to start meeting again, whereas it will be mainly through uh, different tools that, that that we have. So we need really to reconsider right now what's going to, to happen. Because I'm sure, as Jamil says and etc., some some of the bees said, yeah, why are we investing in the headquarters? Why are we doing all this spending and etc.? We, we can meet once once a week in one place. It can be a coffee. It can be one place that you're going to rent. So new business is going to be there. And for us also, we need to understand that and try to find solution now because these things we never, I think the way that we were doing business before this and the way that we're going to do it afterwards won't be totally different. Or exactly. some changes. Yeah, exactly. it, it, that feeds through even to the building trade of yeah. you know, the idea of a home office is going to become something that we're going to want in the future. I'm sure that, you know, from that point of view, that's being taken into account. Honestly, I think that the current situation is going to shape all of our markets going forward, yeah. business, how we live. Um, and you know it's horrible right now and there's a it's you know I, I, my hat my hat goes out to everybody that's working so hard to keep this place that's not what this is about but um we need to you know, economy is going to bounce back and what we do now is going to shape what our business looks like going forward and not just our business but our lives so i think that you know out of this horrible situation there's a great opportunity for us all to to, to to work with better companies and, and genuinely make life a better place. <laughs> Blue sky, maybe, but. <laughs> I think, no, 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 well said, well said. I think those are great points. And Chrissy, I think, again, you know, I agree with you. It is going to shape what we are like as businesses. But I think um, we've got some dark days to go through yet. This is very early stages of the lockdown at the moment. And I think, I'm hoping that the country is starting to understand the severity of the situation. But there is going to be a feel good factor. There's no doubt about that. It will change the way we are. Our working culture will change for sure. But please understand, and people are watching this as well, there will be a comeback and there'll be a massive comeback. What Sarah said as well, you know, there'll be, there'll be a tsunami of uh, candidates uh, who are looking for opportunities and there's going to be a massive, pick, a great pick of talent out there. So, you know, the ones who will succeed are the ones who will see the opportunity uh, and uh, move forward. Um, I would say to you, open your eyes, use this time to, um, you know, invest in yourself, personal development. <coughs> and when the time is right, when we come back, I think we'll be for, uh, forging forward, basically. Brilliant. Sarah? Um, 
I suppose I'd just like to finish by saying, you know, use this time to collaborate, keep on talking, keep on sharing information, help people where you can. You know, let's not look at the short term. Let's look at this for the long term. And it's not about instant gains. It's about it's about working through this and, and knowing that you're going to be surrounded by good ethical business-minded people in the companies that you're dealing with and the, and the suppliers that you that you're dealing with you know so so it's almost like a business detox it's almost like a life detox it's like a world detox i mean if you've seen if you've seen that the in venice if you've seen all the canals in venice it's like the world's having a detox you know so i mean for, for me i'm certain that i don't want to do business with people that aren't ethical companies that aren't ethical i think this is a great time to see what the moral compass is for these these companies that are phoning us and they're canvassing us but also you know when we're you know going back to what um to what chrissy said um you know how, how we're marketing ourselves and how we're going to go and win new business i think it's you know how you treat your staff and the way that you've handled this whole you know this whole situation that we've put in i think it's going to test the metal of the companies and the, and the people out there so just keep on talking to the right people is all that i would say brilliant thanks very much just want to say from my perspective thanks very much to nazim bcu jimmy from bootcamp media chrissy from western union sarah from kate and co thank you very much for coming on board i'd invite you to come back next week if you're not too busy <laughs> you can fit us in we'll put this back together and then we'll start looking at specific you know tactics skills and opportunities so we can look at a, an exit strategy we can offer some specific business advice from my point i don't think things have changed people buy from people people trust people it's all about relationships it's not what you know it's not who you know it's who knows you if you're that go-to person if you're that trusted person people will still come to you. And as long as your reputation, your integrity is intact, at the end of this, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So I just want to thank everybody for their time this morning. I've been Paul Cadman. I'm still Paul Cadman. I'm still the chairman of Downtown <laughs> Business. Have a fantastic day. Thank you all. Cheers. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.